guys. Welcome to the Fellow Yellows podcast. Today, <laughs> we are going to talk about our 10 guilty pleasure movies. Basically, what needs to be said is what is the title of the movie, who acts in it, and why is it your favorite? And we're going to start off with Mikayla and alternate between me and her. And we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yes, super excited. I think like both me and you, like we have like a wide variety of movies that we like, but these are ones that are kind of like bad in a sense of like cinematography or like the plot, but we love them so much. But yeah, so yes, I didn't really put mine in order from like most favorite to least favorite or whatnot. Um, But the first one I have is Pitch Perfect, which is directed by Jason Moore. And as you guys know, it has like Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, Brittany Snow. I just feel like they're super funny. Like the plot is just so intriguing and it's definitely guilty pleasure of mine. I definitely live for like the mashups and the songs that came out, like the album for Pitch Perfect. Yeah. They're those so... are really good ones yes like at its core it's not the best like movie but really it's a cinematic masterpiece i love it all three of them mm-hmm. all right so my my you know movie <laughs> <laughs> the nutty professor cartoon movie First of all, the main character, his name is Harold, and he's like this nerd, and it's voiced by Drake Bell, but his grandpa works at this, like, private school, and he moves there because he's, like, a nerd, and he made all these inventions for his friends to, like, make their lives easier, but all of his inventions went wrong, and, like, one girl got, like, her, she got, like, this cool hair dryer from Harold, and it made her go bald and like another kid like something went wrong and then they all like went to his dorm and tried to kick him out and so he went to the private school that his grandpa teaches at and his grandpa had this love potion and he took it because he liked this girl and then he turned into like this cool version but like it was it's literally the dumbest movie and like the cartoon like i don't know it's just but i love it I've never seen that movie. Maybe I'll have to go you watch should. it. You should. It's so, like, when I first watched it, I was probably, like, 9, 10, 12, I don't know. And I just remember, like, oh, this is so cool. It's got, like, that twist effect. It's got, like, high school bullies, like, give me your lunch money. And then it's <laughs> also got, like, a hint of romance. And it's got, like, this cool, like, racing. And I, It's just got so many things in it that I loved it. And it has Drake Bell. I mean, that sounds great. I mean, kind of, you know. Drake Bell from... Oh, what's it called? Drake and Josh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I just know that he's had some... like This kind of off-topic, but he's had some allegations against him. Wait, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, like... I'm he, behind. Like, he's been like like bad stuff like okay never every- mind i take that back <laughs> <laughs> i take everything i said back yeah um, we can talk about it some more but okay what's your second um my okay so my second one is grown-ups you know the adam sandler movie i feel like all his movies in general are huge guilty pleasures of mine because well one i love adam sandler 
And I feel like his movies are just kind of like him and his best friends just doing stupid shit. And my brother and I talked about this and he brought this point up, actually. And how fun would that be? And I just remember watching these movies as a kid and thinking it was like peak humor and so funny. And now I go back. I'm like, bro, what? But it's so good. I feel like he actually has some good plots. Like, you know, I I don't know. This is super funny. I always thought that's like one of my favorites by him. Have you seen Grown Ups 2? yes oh, oh i just love both you know it's kind of funny but i didn't have enough like money once before like i was like younger and i yeah. wanted to watch the whole movie so i literally watched like 20 clips on fandigo on youtube just to finish the movie oh my gosh <laughs> yeah I- iconic honest i think that that's how you have to watch it you have to watch it some like bootleg weird way like it makes yeah. sense yeah Oh, that's too funny. Um, my yeah, what about you? Would be Charlie's Angels movies. Yes. Now, it's played by Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and Cameron Diaz. And my Lucy. biggest point as to why this would be like a guilty pleasure is because if you ask literally anyone besides our generation if they like this movie or these movie series, they say it's horrible. It's the worst movie ever in the 2000s and i'm like dude i get it like the cgi and editing is horrible but it's like three kick-ass women who are sexy and powerful and it has like great humor in it yes how can you not love it because there's like if men do it it's like oh my god this movie is so great but when women do it it's like what but we live in a generation now where I feel like we all have this common love for Char- Charlie's Angels, like our generation. And I mean, like you have the tr- the trio. You got Drew Barrymore, like you said, Lucy and Cameron. Like, oh, my God, I need to go rewatch. They're so good. They're so well-known actresses, too. So, like, yeah. if they're in a movie, I'm watching it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I <laughs> bat- down bad for them, honestly. I'm baffled but okay so the third one and I feel like this is one that's a universal one as well is the (laughs) whole like Twilight saga I mean come on specifically New Moon for me because I like remember when I was a kid I really really liked that one I don't know I feel like this is a guilty pleasure of course at its core the acting's bad whatnot and it's just well not bad but like it's just funny and it's just hysterical scenes or like bad editing or whatnot but you know, in general and with the books and everything, it's so good. But Team Edward, of course. I think I'm also Team Edward, but I just think it's like the funniest part about the Twilight movies is like when they run. Yes. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so weird. But they're such a good movie to like put on. And like, of course, you kind of like grew up with them in a sense. And like, yeah. Yeah, like, sometimes you just want to go back to your roots and watch the Twilight Saga. So true. <sighs> I think I need to wait one more year before I start watching them. You know, like, I gotta I gotta give it some cushion before mm-hmm. I rewatch them. Because I think I rewatched it recently. Like, maybe my freshman year of college. I don't know. You need Anyways. to, like, saturate. <laughs> yes, I need to, like, forget what happened for a second and watch it again. So I'm like, oh, I forgot this happened. Yes. Anyways, my third would be Freaky Friday. It's played by Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. 
I love this movie because it has like, you know, the fun twists when their bodies exchange uh, or like, you know, their personality swap, but they still have the physical appearance of each other. Mm hmm And Bro, it's they so have good. like, you know, they got that mother daughter issues, like drama, you know, Yes. and then there's a little hint of romance, which I always love. But the best part is the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis was soloing that guitar. Yes. The song is amazing. I don't know why it's not available on Spotify and I hate it. Oh, really? Dang. No, it's not. Why would they do that? It's How such dare a basic they? thing. No, that movie is so good, bro. Like, it's like definitely guilty pleasure It's a little because it's racist, not one of like but... the best, but it's so good. Exactly. It's a little racist, I'd say. But, like, you know, I feel like... Movies that were filmed really early on that have a lot of, like, racial humor in it. I, I feel like I don't mind it, really. Because it was, like, all love in it, for the most part. Yeah. But, you know, nowadays you can't do that. So. All right, what's your fourth? Um, so the fourth one is To All the Boys I've Loved Before, and that's like directed by Jenny Han, as we all know, because her series, like The Summer I Turned Pretty, season two, is coming out, like, you know, during this time that we're doing this podcast. And I'm already caught up. yes, it's so good. the new episode but this series i feel like was one of her big ones of course because this is like her first one that she did right The what? like this series Oh, like to of all directing the boys? yeah I, I believe so. yeah don't If quote not, us she's probably done, like, actual Korean shows. that But, makes yeah. sense But yeah, it's so good. I remember Joe especially was like obsessed with <laughs> Noah uh, Centineo, Noah Centipede. But like he like he was the oh it my boy god during that time. And I feel like that was such a good movie and a good series too. And it was just really good. And I know for a lot of people who enjoyed the books, um, like it was a good movie, you know, as well. Sometimes I feel like the movies yeah aren't always, you know, doing justice to the books, but I did feel as though those were really good and that whole that first movie was just so cute and so good I was just so like captured so good like in like the Asian representation too like that was nice yes I absolutely love that you know speaking of like Asian uh directors uh Kelly from the office what's her name Cindy no oh Mindy right Mindy Yeah, is you're, it yeah. okay was she directed to uh not to all the boys um never have i ever i literally as soon as that show came out like since season one i've been with that show from time to time and every day that it was released i watched it like all in one day and i just love never have i ever and i Girl, will say that was so good. Debbie is such a problem child, but also she's the main character. You're supposed to love her. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think they Yeah. did a great way of, like, representing. And, of course, there's, like, always those lines within, like, teen rom-coms that might be, like, seen as cringy or whatnot. But I feel Oh, like it's that was... very. But it was so good. I love that series. I'm like, I want there to be more. But, yes, I feel like 
all of these are like guilty pleasures in a way where it's just like so good to enjoy but like at its core it's not like the best romance movie or series ever but it's so good exactly you, i feel like these kinds of shows you have to watch by yourself if you're embarrassed to watch it with someone because you don't really care about the cringy stuff you're like oh my god that was horrible but at least you're by yourself not <laughs> feeling ashamed about watching your little guilty pleasure tv shows yes. and having a great time so thank you for these creations yes thank you we, we love you <laughs> <laughs> all right what, yeah, what about you okay so my fourth is another Cinderella story by, <laughs> um, is direct, not directed, is starring Selena Gomez, Drew yes. Seeley, and Jane Lynch. Need I say more? No. It's definitely the best Cinderella movie in my opinion, like out of all of them. Honestly, I agree. Like Selena Gomez killed it. Yes. <sighs> yeah, that's so good. Honestly, I'll have to go re-watch that because it's it's just Dude. amazing. But yeah, I would say it is one of the best Cinderella movies as well. Joey Parker! <laughs> yes. Alright, what's your fifth? Right. Yeah, so the last one for me is, and I didn't choose one specifically, but literally any Hallmark Christmas movie I am a sucker for. Like those movies you can find in the like $5 movie bin at Walmart. Like I love those. Like they're just so good. And and there's a lot on like Netflix and stuff too. I'll just turn it on. And sometimes it's not even Christmas time and I like to watch them. Like it's just true. Like you know a soft like romance like you have like the drama and everything but it's not like super like you can have it on background noise they're just so cute and good and i love them and it's definitely a guilty pleasure because they're also like the cheesiest movies ever with the cheesiest lines right yes well i have to say like i think i watched one recently this year like maybe like march or april and it had nina dobrev in it and that one comedian that, uh, I think he's Chinese, no, I think either he's Chinese or Korean. I don't remember what he said, but he's a comedian. And he basically, like, catfished her. I've and, never like, seen she that met before. his family, but then they actually ended up falling in love. I don't know what it's called. It's on Netflix, though. And anything Nina Dobrev, I love, so. I'll have to go look into it. All right, so my last, sort of, I have a bonus after this, are <laughs> Like, any Barbie movies. And I know there's this new Barbie movie. I need to go watch that. Did yes. you watch it? Was it no, good? tomorrow. Which, tomorrow? like, tomorrow was the 23rd for us because we are just filming a little early. But I am so That's freaking right. excited. But, yes, the whole, all the Barbie movies, all of our, like, everything is so good. That's a good one. I don't know why, but, like, that cartoon, just, oh, I just love animation. And my thing, I think my favorite one is Barbie and the Magic of Pegasus. I remember as a kid, like this one specific scene where she's like, Barbie like kind of falls into like this little underground like little tree thing, and she gets stuck in this pot, and this ogre comes over and is like. I'm going to cook you and eat you or something. I don't know. But I was like so afraid for Barbie. I was like, Aww. no. But you know what I mean? I just still remember that scene to this day. Yes, that one is a really good one. I like that one. Yeah, the Magic of Pe Pegasus and also uh, the Swan Lake one. 
Oh, that one's yeah, that is so good. I had to look it up because I forgot the title, but yes, that's that's a really good one to leave like on our top ten. Like you know, I feel like that's definitely, especially with right now, amazing. I want to watch that so bad. I really have like this small part of my heart that is like grateful. Ryan, right? Not Ryan. What is his name? Ryan Gosling. Yes, it is Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah, because he's very talented. Like, he knows his steps. You know, he. I think he does, like, tap dancing and stuff. And, you know, um, what is it called? With Emma Stone? La La Land. La La Land. I love that movie. Yes. So good. It, dude, La La Land? That should have been. It's not really a guilty pleasure movie, but if I could put amazing. it on a, Yes, but. Dude, when I watched it the first time, I was like, okay, this this first part is kind of slow and then it started picking up and it had literally the worst ending ever like it, the worst it showed you what way. happened and what could have happened and i was like oh bro i live for la la land like i cried yeah so i literally much. literally sobbing every time even if i like i watch it so much but it's every time it gets me it's just so good but yeah, he yes. killed that role. I'm excited. At Absolutely. first I was like, oh, Ryan Gosling as Ken. But after watching like a lot of like just more things about him or like him growing up and like how he was like as a kid till now, he radiates that Kennergy, which everybody's Ken like, Kennergy. Yes, like he is the perfect Ken. I'm really excited. And Margot Robbie, Miss Margot Robbie as Marvie. I could not. That's pick, perfect. Like, yeah, there is nobody who would be <gasps> better. You know who might be better though? Who? Rachel McAdams. Oh, okay. I was thinking of that, but maybe as not like the main the Barbie though. But yeah. think about it. The Notebook, Ryan Gosling, Rachel oh McAdams. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, true. But I don't know. Margot is just, uh, she's so good. I can't wait. That is true. I, I think it's good how it is now. But, but you you're know. right. I didn't think of her. I heard somebody say like Sabrina Carpenter, but I didn't know if she acts or no. not. So I was like, mm, I don't know if I see that role, but like she's beautiful. And like, I just don't know. I feel Margot just, it's just the perfect. Looks like a Barbie. Like, like yeah. And she like, the typical the energy. classic. Yes. Like classic so good. Doll. Yeah. I'd say, okay, I have a bonus. So yes, it's a short film. Fantasia 2000 and specifically the short film of the ballerina you know the soldier and then that lunatic jack-in-the-box so when the clock hits midnight they all the, all the toys wake up right and you know yeah. like the classical music is playing it's all soft and sweet at first but then the jack-in-the-box attacks and then it's like doom, 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 doom. And then, <laughs> oh my so goodness sorry i just love it you guys should go on YouTube and look up the Steadfast Tin Soldier and watch all three parts. It adds up to like five minutes. I'm gonna go watch those right yeah, after It's this. so good. Sounds good. But yeah, that sounds like it would be a good guilty pleasure, especially if it's just like a little short film too. Like if you're like, okay, yeah. I've had a long day. I just need to watch something stupid. That, that sounds like it would be it. But the music is amazing. Just letting you know. If you're into classical music... No shit. That's also a guilty pleasure, I would say. Yes. I love classical music. Listening to the four seasons while I'm driving and yes. speeds. And I'm like, oh, say, shoot. When I'm you're driving, <laughs> it is differently. Listening to classical music with the homies. <laughs> right. 
but yeah like business attire literally <laughs> well we hope you guys enjoyed hearing our guilty pleasure movies and maybe it's your guys's guilty pleasure movies as well and so we all can just watch them like simultaneously together but yeah hope you guys enjoyed this episode we look forward to next week but yeah peace peace